0: A reading from Matthew 19, 3-6 Some Pharisees came to him to test him. They asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. When I was in army chaplain school, my battle buddy was a Orthodox rabbi. And he would tell me stories about being in rabbinic school. And we talked about it at length. And he said, yeah, all we do in rabbinic school is argue. And I said, well, what do you mean all you do is argue? And he used this Hebrew term. I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's machloket, which means debate of the Torah. And I said, well, why do you guys argue about the Torah? Why do you argue about the law? And his response I found very interesting. He said, well, it's all for God's glory. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Well, he said, well... In order to glorify God, we must best understand his law, and therefore we must argue it. He would go on to say that his wife couldn't stand being with him and other rabbis, because all they would do was argue all the time they were together. And so I asked him, well, do any two rabbis ever agree? And he said, I have yet to see it. Now, I mentioned that because we see some of that tension here in Matthew chapter 19. It's easy for us to forget the Jewish lineage of Scripture. And it says right here, some Pharisees came to him to test him, to Jesus to test him. And oftentimes we view this as very negative, but I don't know that it necessarily is. They're They're actually probably taking part in this rabbinic conjecture, this rabbinic arguing. And I love Jesus' response. He points back to the law. He points actually back to the scripture, to the beginning of all scriptures. And he's highlighting how God created male and female in response to this question about divorce. And his final line, therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. It reminds us that that Jesus, he's more concerned in this marriage covenant, not about what the law says, but rather about God's primary design. And that's that God designed marriage, the marriage covenant, to be forever. Uh, We'll learn more tomorrow about how God made some provisions for the Jewish people knowing about their sin. But I just love how Jesus, he responds to the Pharisees, not by necessarily quoting the Mosaic law, but rather by going back way before Moses existed.
1: It's funny. I wrote something that I think is partially true uh, in my response to this passage. And I'll, I'm going to read it as I wrote it, but I'm going to modify it based on what you're saying. Um, the Pharisees did not come to learn from Jesus, but to challenge him. So th- we know that. I mean, that's in mm-hmm. the, all four Gospels. They're always challenging him. Often. Maybe they wanted him to be a part of the argument uh, to try to discern where God is in all that, but I call them minimalists. And the reason I do that Mm. is uh, because they're attempting to jam the fullness of life into intellectual, theological, and cultural containers of their own making.
0: Mm.
1: In other words, they're not really minimalists. I mean, they're dealing with highly complex conversations that I could not really be part of because I wouldn't know enough to actually contribute anything to it. But um, the legalistic aspect of religion, when it's put on top of the reality of God sending his son into the world to make this, uh, you know, to um, transform the sinful condition of mankind that had grown out of a transgression that happened in Eden, but has carried on through generation and generation. When you're kind of in all these legalistic arguments, you're not necessarily drawing closer to the Holy spirit. Hmm. And I, 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 I I have said, I think I've said in these podcasts, Uh, Christianity is not an argument. It's a conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that might not be quite right. um, But, you know, uh, I think, David, you talk about the street corner evangelism, or you've talked about it in different contexts. But I think that when you kind of besiege somebody with uh, your passion for, you know, what God is telling you right now, you're oftentimes off-putting. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a conversation, you're drawing that person out of their individualism into kind of a relationship that might bring some light to wherever that person is. So it's it's quite different. But anyway, I, I mm-hmm. felt that when you reduce relig- religion to uh, – what were the words? I lost it on my little computer – Uh, All the things they get in arguments about are not actually carrying forth God's intention in the world, at least not in my view, because they're not opening up uh, to the reality of who Jesus is and why he came. Um, Mm
0: hmm.